Welcome back, everyone, to episode three of the SNS Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Sal Mar, with my co-host, Samuel Goss. And uh, for today's episode, we're going to be doing our NFL weekly score predictions for week 14. And then we're going to switch it up a little bit and do our favorite team. We're going to see how many games you think we could win. Um, and if we could win like the Super Bowl against each other, we'll do something fun like that to switch it up. Uh, then we'll have Samuel weigh in on the uh, MLB since I had to finish it out uh, last podcast. And then we're going to rate the uh, NBA's top 75 list. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the NBA and the weekly scores or games that I want you to look out for. Okay. For this, our first segment we have is our NF annual or weekly NFL score prediction. I get, first, we'll start off with the Thursday night game. It is the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Minnesota Vikings. I have the Pittsburgh Steelers winning. I got Pittsburgh winning too. Um, this they're down. The Minnesota Vikings are down. Uh, Dalvin Cook and they are also down. Adam Thielen, who are both ruled out for this game, um, which are huge parts to their really good offense this year. Um, which still is not to uh, bat an eye at them. They have Alexander Madison still at running back, and they have Justin Jefferson receiver. And Kirk Cousins has been silently dealing the ball all season long. So I think it'll be a close game, but not having Thielen and Cook will affect them a little bit. 24-20 to 20 is my score prediction for this game. Okay, so now we'll move on to the Sunday games. Our first Sunday matchup we have is the Baltimore Ravens at the Cleveland Browns. I have the Baltimore Ravens win. I have the Browns winning. Um, I think this is this is their chance. Um, they're coming off of a bye week. Um, Ravens just played some two, actually. They played the Browns, and then they just played the Steelers, and then played the Browns again. Um, they've been have they've had three AFC North uh, battles, so I think their team's going to be a little bit banged up. Uh, Marlon Humphrey also is out for a while now. Um, he got injured on the Steeler game, so I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be uh, 14 to 10 uh, Browns. Okay, our next Sunday matchup we have is the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Tennessee Titans. I have the Tennessee Titans winning. Uh, yeah, I also have the uh, Titans winning. Um, Jaguars' offense hasn't been great, and Titans' defense can get some stops when they need to. So I think I'll go 31-14 Titans. Our next Sunday game we have is the Las Vegas Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. I have the Kansas City Chiefs winning. I also have the Chiefs winning 31-17. to um, I just think that, you know, the Chiefs are finally back where they need to be, and the, Ra- the Raiders have just been all over the place. So don't be surprised if the Raiders win this game. But uh, for my pick, I'm just going to go Chiefs. Yeah, 31-17. Our next Sunday game we have is the – New Orleans Saints at the New York Jets. I have the Saints winning. Um, I have the Saints winning as well, twenty-one to fourteen. You got to think that uh, uh, Zach Wilson's really just been turning the ball over, and they have Cam Jordan and um, uh, who else is over there? Who's that guy they have over there? Um, oh, I know who you're talking about. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore. I was going to say Quan Alexander, but, yeah, Marshawn Latimer is the guy you're thinking of. 
Yeah, so I think the Saints defense will hold theirs, uh, they'll hold their side, and I think Taysom Hill will cut down on his turnovers that he had last week. Um, if Gardner Mitchell can beat the Jets, so can he. So I'm going to go Saints 21-14. Our next Sunday game we have is the Dallas Cowboys at the Washington football team. I have the Cowboys winning. I have the Cowgirls winning as well, uh, 21-17. Uh, I think this is a good matchup for uh, the uh, the NFC. What is that? Uh, I think they're the East. NFC East? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, don't be surprised if Washington wins this game, but I think Cowgirls, they have to to keep their uh, their stride with everyone else. So I think they'll get it done 21-17. The next Sunday game we have is the Atlanta Falcons at the Carolina Panthers. I have Carolina winning. I have the Falcons eking it out 20 to 21. Um, I just think that the Panthers are in like a mess right now. Um, they just, they went down their best running back. Uh, who knows what's going on at their quarterback position. Uh, I think they're, I think they're a little bit in the mess right now. So I think the Falcons will get it done um, by eking it out 21, 21, 21, 20. I was going to say, are they going to tie? No. <laughs> Our next game we have is Seattle at Houston. I got Seattle winning. I also have Seattle winning. Uh, I don't think that the Texans are in it to win it anymore. Um, yeah, they're just fighting for the number two draft pick. Yeah, so I, I, I think they're just they're going with the flow right now. Um, so I just I think Seahawks will get it done, twenty-eight to seven. I don't even think it'll be close. Our next Sunday game is the Detroit Lions at Denver Broncos. I got the Broncos. Um, I also have the Broncos. I think it'll be a, one of those weird, wacky games. Um, 18 to 16, that'll be the score. Okay, our next Sunday game is the New York Giants at the L.A. Chargers. I got Chargers winning. I also have the Chargers, uh, thirty-one to seventeen. Herbie's balling. Yeah. Our next Sunday game is the San Francisco Forty ers at Cincinnati Bengals. I got San Francisco. I have the Bengals winning this one. Um, they have a real. Uh, opportunity to take the number one seed in the uh, AFC North. Um, and the 49ers, I don't think that their defense is up to tempo. Uh, just coming off of that offensive loss to um, the Seahawks last week, uh, I, I think it'll be 28-21, uh, lose by like a touchdown. Our next Sunday game is the Buffalo Bills at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I got the Buccaneers winning. I also have the Buccaneers winning. Uh, don't don't doubt Tom Brady. Um, he's playing against the Bills that are just right now looking like they're hitting the tough so- they're the tough part of their schedule this week. I mean this this half. Um, they weren't able to beat the Patriots. Now they're playing the guy Tom who Brady. made the Patriots basically. Um, at Tampa, 
And so I, I think, yeah, I'm going Bucks 17-14. Our next game, our Sunday night game is the Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers. I got the Green Bay Packers winning. I got Bears. Duh, Bears. Yeah, um, 21-17. I think it'll be a close game um, just because the Rodgers is coming off of his bye week. He's apparently not win. They don't win games after their bye week or something like that. And Justin Fields is back for the Bears. He showed very well. He had showed very good promise when he played the Steelers. So I think he can keep that up. Uh, hopefully they can they can pull this up upset. Um, if not, don't be surprised the Packers win. You know who owns the Bears? A Rod. Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. Yeah, I just I I, I just after what happened with the Lions. Anything's possible in that division. Anything. Uh-huh. Our Monday night game is the Los Angeles Rams at Arizona Cardinals. I got the Los Angeles Rams winning. I got the Cardinals. I think it'll be close. Um, the Rams just haven't been playing up the tempo against uh, above 500 teams since all their big uh, accusations. So I'm going Cardinals 31 to 34. You mean acquisitions. Acquisitions, sorry acquisitions a little fluster there but 30 34 31 and, and the teams that are on the buys have a bye week are the indianapolis colts miami dolphins new england patriots and philadelphia phillies i mean eagles phillies <laughs> um for last week i went 19 of 14 which makes my total 11 of 29 samuel went 10 of 14 which makes his total 19 of 29 so I did a lot better than last week. <laughs> I got more than two right. <laughs> yeah, because I think there was some in there where we kind of got wrong. We were thinking one team was going to win, the other team didn't. The yeah. other team won. The Lions definitely handed us both. Yeah, the Lions was the surprising one for us. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully I'm ahead of the curve this week. But if I'm not, oh well. I mean, that just adds to the total. <laughs> yep. And that concludes our uh, NFL weekly score predictions. Okay. Okay. For our next segment, we have um, we're gonna do like something to switch it up. So we've created two teams um, by which our favorite players are on. But the catch is, you can only use one Steeler player on offense, one Steeler player on defense, and we both use Chris Boswell as our kicker. Um, so I'll start off with the uh, quarterback. My quarterback is Aaron Rodgers. My quarterback is Dak Prescott. All right. At uh, Team Sal's running back position, we have Derek Henry, King Henry. For Team Samuel's running back, we have Najee Harris. Uh, for wide receiver number one, um, so basically for this, you could either pick three wide receivers and a tight end, or you can do two receivers and two tight ends. I chose two receivers, two tight ends. So for my wide receiver one, I have Deontay Johnson. For wide receiver number two, I have Justin Jefferson. For tight end number one, George Kittle. Tight end number two is TJ Hawkinson. On the opposite side, I did three wide receivers and one tight end. For my wide receiver one, I have CeeDee Lamb. 
For wide receiver two, I have Mike Evans. Wide receiver three, I have Stefan Diggs. And for my tight end, I have Rob Gronkowski. All right, Samuel, if you want to take over the uh, offensive line. Okay, so for my offensive line, I have at left tackle, Jedrick Willis. Left guard, Quentin Nelson. Center, Creed Humphrey. Right guard, Wyatt Teller. And right tackle, Tristan Wirfs. All right, for my center, I have Jason Kelsey of the Eagles. Uh, left guard, Quentin Nelson of the Colts. Trent Williams of Trent Williams of the 49ers for my left tackle. My right tackle is Orlando Brown of the Chiefs and my my le- my right guard is Orlando Brown and my le- my right tackle is Tristan Wirfs from the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So, I think Derrick Henry is going to destroy any defense with that O-line. Okay. Speaking of defense, uh, we're going to start off with the uh, two DE players that we choose. Um, for me, I have Chase Young and Nick Bosa. And for me, I have Miles Garrett and Chase Young. For our defensive tackles, we also chose two of those. Mine are Fletcher Cox and Aaron Donald. Mine is Jonathan Allen and Aaron Donald. All right. For our outside linebackers, we were also choose two of those. Mine are T.J. Watt and Joey Bosa. And mine are T.J. Watt and and Devon Miller. All right, and then we chose two cornerbacks. Uh, my cornerbacks are Trayvon Diggs and Jalen Ramsey. Mine are Jalen Ramsey and Jair Alexander. We chose one middle uh, linebacker. Mine's Fred Warner. Mine's Devin White. And then we chose two safeties. Mine are Jesse Bates and Jamal Adams. Mine are Darnell Savage Jr. and and Jesse Bates. And then our kicker is Chris Boswell for both teams. No, I think... my kicker is actually Justin Tucker. Oh, you took Justin Tucker, huh? Yeah. Okay, then. Um, I think my team could at least – I think my team can go at least 16-1. and one. I can go 17-0. What are you talking about? I'm just being optimistic. I mean, yeah, I could see. I mean, mine could go 15-1. and 15-2. Yeah, well, actually, hold on. You have both Bosa brothers? Yes. You know they both play the same position. They're both both ends. I threw him to... Uh, outside. Did you throw Joey outside? And Nick's D. Uh, he's inside. Uh, so you put Nick in, and then Joey on the outside. Okay, well that makes sense. Yeah. Well, actually, hold on. Is Joey more of a natural D in, or is he more of an outside linebacker? When I looked him up, they actually put him under the outside linebacker. Oh, did they? Yeah. I thought he was a D in because he always used to come. He's got that bull rush move where he. Gets up and underneath the tackles. You gotta think T.J. Watt does the same thing. Yeah, they both got 
well, because they're taught that. Because the only way there's certain ways to get around a tackle, though. Yeah, um, in the Super Bowl, these two teams. Who do you think's winning? All right, so my matchups, uh, I got some pretty strong. Uh, well, do we want to go position by position? We could go position by position. So. Okay, well, we'll start with quarterback. You obviously have the stronger position because you have a veteran quarterback that has been to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Dak Prescott, and, he's got he's not as mobile as he used to be off of his nah, injury. No, yeah, because of the injury. But I think, you uh, know, I think Aaron Rodgers, he's a bad man. Well, yeah, so you have the advantage there. Running back, I say you also, it could be equal because both of our running backs are pretty, they both have motors that won't stop. They'll, they'll run through, they'll keep the, they'll try to keep the play, extend the play basically. Um, I think, I think Henry has the edge just now. Um, yeah, I when, think Henry would have the edge, when. But... What about the injury, though? How do you think his foot injury is going to affect him, though? Well, you got to think right now he's been in the league for what? Uh, Since 2016, because he came in the same year Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott came in. So so five years. Yeah. He, He has proven success, but his problem is he really can't catch the football where Najee can. But because he's a rookie, he doesn't really have that much to go with it yet. So I'll give Henry the edge because obviously, without his injury, he's the best. Res- he's the best running back in the league. Yeah. Um, next position is wide receiver one. I say uh, route running wise, I say Deontay Johnson wins, but Ceedee Lamb has the advantage on. I guess Deontay Johnson would probably win more. Yeah, I, I think Deontay Johnson gets it done, but I think the rest of your receivers are going to start smoking out mine. Well, yeah, because who do you have on corner? I have Mike Evans and Stefan Diggs as my one, two, and three. I have. I um, feel like Mike Evans might have an advantage on Diggs if you. Well, actually, you know what? Diggs versus Diggs. Yeah. So I would have I think Stefan would have an advantage over Trayvon. And then whoever I don't know. I think Jaylen Trayvon Ramsey. Trayvon Trayvon locked him up pretty well in some of these videos I've been watching. Yeah. He locked him up pretty good. And Jalen Ramsey, we know how Jalen Ramsey is. Unless yeah. you unless you have Devontae Adams on your team, I think he I think he wins. Yeah. And then for and then for Tight end, I have Rob Gronkowski. I think Rob Gronkowski has an advantage over, uh, I mean, just height-wise. George Kittle's the whole. Yeah, George Kittle's George Kittle's the the real deal. All right, catch block. He can he can block. He loves pancakes. He can do everything. He loves pancakes. So George Kittle's got the upper hand. Um, At your center position, you obviously, I, I think you're up on Jason Kelsey. Yeah, I have Creed Humphrey. Also, because Creed Humphrey is a lot younger than Jason Kelsey, so I just love Jason Kelsey. 
yeah. Are you sure you're not thinking of Travis Kelsey? The no. Tight end for the Chiefs? No, I don't like Travis Kelsey. I like George uh, Kittle. George Kittle is the tight end number one in the league, all right? Okay. And then for Love his brother. left tackle, I have Jedrick Willis. I think, who did you have? Trent Williams of the 49ers. Okay, I think Jedrick Willis would have the advantage because he's I mean, because if, I don't know if, but I mean, age-wise, age-wise, Jedrick Willis, but like more experience at the NFL level would be Trent Williams, definitely. It's up in the air. I think our O-line kind of settles off, but I think you have a little. Yeah, our O-line's kind of young. I think all of our, well, my O-line's definitely young. Your O-line, I'm giving it the uh, slight edge, but our O-lines are really good. But yeah, you, you we both have like a lot of veteran like leadership. Mine has a bunch of youth mixed with veteran leadership. Yeah, but if I look at my line, I think the only two veterans are really my two guards because they're both the veterans on the line. Yeah, mine I. Tristan's pretty young, but everybody else seems to be pretty up there. Uh, Quinn and Nelson, yeah. he's the best best lineman, but I love his work. I mean, look at what he's doing for Jonathan Taylor right now. I mean, game-changing. You mean Quentin Nelson? Quentin, Quentin Nelson, yeah. Who's that? that whole line's helping him. I mean, well, yeah, but I'm saying... Makes the, I mean, the, there's a couple of things that like the, oh, the running back makes the offensive line look good. Well, I mean... I mean, yeah, the off, the running back will make the offensive line look good. But yeah, I mean, Quentin Nelson's kind of one of the main pieces on that line that like has the motor to run. Like it, like he's because I remember like in what what year did Quentin Nelson get drafted? I think it was like twenty eighteen. He was in the Saquon Barkley Baker Mayfield draft. And I remember saying he was like one of the best offensive guards in that draft, and that's why he went high. He went, I think it was like sixth overall to the Colts, because it was him and his, uh, him and uh, Mike McGlinchey, the Forty ers guy. The Forty ers took him. Yeah, like I said, that though, was the year Notre dude. Dame had like two good linemen come out. That year, and then Tristan. And those were the two that ended up being the really good linemen. Tristan Wirfs has been really good for the Bucks. He's he's been really yeah. good. Look at their running game. Ronald Jones was good last year, and now all of a sudden, uh, Leonard Fournette's out here balling on him. Uh, like you said, running back makes the O line, but the O line's got to put in the work for the yeah. veteran quarterback like Tom Brady, who's uh, a washing machine when he tries to run around. I mean, this year Tom Brady's done some runs where he'll be like, huh, he can run? Yeah, he's had some, but he's not mobile like Justin. The NFL is going towards a more of a mobile, like, like a lot of the quarterbacks like you see now are all mobile quarterbacks. There's only like a very few pocket passing quarterbacks like Brady, Brady, Ben, and there's uh, Brady, Ben, and... Mike, Mike uh, Glennon. Uh, no, Brady and Ben are 
like the only two like sit in the pocket and throw the ball how quarterback used to play because now you now the nfl's gotten to like Dak prescott has been like lamar jackson and Dak prescott hasn't been that mobile this year because of his injury yeah but he is but normally I'm talking about how like the nfl's gone from like pocket passing quarterbacks to mobile quarterbacks that are able to get out and like extend plays and run the ball Mark now Jackson, it's Justin no longer sit in the pocket, throw the ball, and get it to your receivers. It's okay, try to extend the play and get it to your receivers, but also see if you can get it to the first down for yourself. Because you have quarterbacks like Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Zach Wilson. I mean, Mac Jones isn't much of a mobile quarterback, though. He's a pocket-passing quarterback. He only had, what, Three passes, two complete last game? Uh, I think so. Because they were in Buffalo and it was snowing. Windy. Prior to the game. Yeah. Yeah, and it was windy too. All right. Defense-wise. Um, I think both of our defenses have kind of an edge because – both of our defenses are, like, split down the middle. We have Aaron Donald. We both have Aaron Donald. We both yeah. have Jesse Bates. Um, we both have T.J. Watt. Uh-huh. Who are your, who are your two ends? Uh, Chase Young and Miles Garrett. All right, we both have Chase Young, and then I think we both have Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. So, I had Nick Bosa, but obviously – um, Miles Garrett's better than Nick Bosa right now. Yeah, right um, now he is. I think he has what? Twelve sacks. Twelve sacks. No, he's he's I mean, fourteen. He has fourteen sacks. Yeah. Yeah, come on, hey, 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 I don't know if we're going, but T.J. Watt deserves Defensive Player of the Year. That doesn't show. T.J. Watt has sixteen sacks and has done. In 10 games, Miles Garrett has 14 sacks and done it in 12 games. That's what I've been saying all season long. I think T.J. Watts, he's defensive player of the year. Uh, I think Trayvon Diggs is a good dude, but at the end of the day, it's just mainly his, uh, just his interceptions. I mean, he's still a good, yeah, I mean, still a good cornerback. He's just, he's just catching the ball. His brother's yeah. good at that too. I mean, T.J. Watt just won Defensive Player of the Week, I think. Yeah, AFC Defensive Player of the Week. And I was surprised. Who was uh, Offensive Player of the Week this this week? Uh, Jared Goff made Offensive Player of the Week for yeah. NFC. That that really surprised me. That surprised me. I thought Ben would have won it, but... Ben or Deontay? I, guess, I could see why, because Jared Goff led the Lions to their first win. Though. No, that's NFC. I forget who won AFC. I think it was Justin Herbert. I think so. Yeah, I think it was just her. I mean, he just beat. On. He beat. He beat the. He beat the Bengals, and he did it. Yeah, he put forty-one points up on the Bengals. Yeah, that that that's offensive player of the week. Um, and then who did you have at your uh outside line? You mean outside linebackers? Yeah, I had T.J. Watt and Von Miller. I think Joey Bosa's got an edge over Von Miller because Von Miller. And his prime is really good, but now he just seems a little stiff. 
Yeah, I guess you took. Hey, I mean, I'll, yeah, because Von Miller's getting older and yeah. Joey Bosa's more. So, who was your second cornerback? I had uh, Jair Alexander. I think the Trayvon Diggs and Z- Jair Alexander—they're two good players. But I think at the end of the day, you gotta look—you gotta look at service time, and Zaire's got that right now. Yeah, Trayvon's good, but he's only been in the league for two years. And yeah. I think he can be—he's gonna be good. That's just gonna take time. He's good now. He's really good now, but I think he'll get yeah, up. Yeah. He'll get I up mean... there. He's good. I mean, the interceptions show it. Yeah. As well. And then, who'd you have at your middle linebacker? I had uh, Devin White. I had Fred Warner. Uh, I think Devin White has a little edge over that. Fred Warner's been solid throughout his career, though. But yeah, but Devin, Devin White kind of came out. He came out. When what, he came out of the draft. Ago? He was a high projected player anyway. And he helped them that defense last year. Yeah, that defense is good. Get to the Super Bowl. This year they're kinda That seems like every other every team that's been good last like their defense has been good last year. They're not as good this year. Yeah. It's really weird this year. Like anything could happen. And what I've noticed is I don't think that most of the quarterbacks this year, there's no, like, unsung hero for MVP. Like, they've all had their mess up. Well, it's not like it's the Heisman watch. Like, the Heisman this year, you obviously kind of knew it's Bryce Young from Alabama, the quarterback for Alabama. And then uh, Aiden Hutchinson surprised me. Um, yeah, the defensive, uh, the de- the edge rusher for Michigan. Yeah, he's actually, I think, one of the first. Uh, when was the last time that a defensive player has been in the Heisman running? Also, I think Kenny Pickett's in the hot. The... Kenny Pickett and uh, C.J. Stroud. Yeah, but Those are the, the, last the winner's clearly going to be Bryce Young because. Unfortunately, to favoritism, yes. Unfortunately, I'd like to see Kenny Pickett win it, or because I think C.J. Stroud's got a couple more years to win it. I'd yeah, like to see. I think like Kenny Pickett's man. been. I think Kenny Pickett's been the best. Well, that's but, the funny thing because Bryce Young is what well, he's a sophomore, so he still could have won it next year. This next year, or the following year, it depends on if he comes out in twenty twenty three to the draft but yeah but Kenny Pickett's a super senior so he came back yeah so he put himself in the first round pick the conversation now yeah I mean, I mean a lot of draft experts have him as their number one quarterback it's up in Me, the air personally I'd put uh Matt Corral ahead of him just a little bit uh all right and then who is your other defensive tackle uh, Aaron Donald? No, the other one. Oh, uh, Jonathan Allen. He plays for the football team? Yeah. He's the one that wears, like, the old school, like, face mask. Yeah, I knew who he was. I just had to make sure that it was the football team. Uh, Fletcher Cox is my dude. They're, they're both... I think Jonathan Allen has 
maybe Fletcher Cox might give a little more advantage and experience. Yeah. I, and veteran I'll, leadership. I'll go Fletcher Cox, but like I said, these are all great players. Like, these guys are good. Yeah. And then for our safety, I have Jamal Adams. Who did you have? I have Darnell Savage Jr. He's the safety for the Packers. Or actually, hold on. Maybe he doesn't play. Does, I think he plays safety. Because the Packers went inside that Adrian Amos, and I think he plays main safety for them. But Donald Savage is a safety. Uh, Jamal Adams. I think Jamal Adams will have the advantage. Jamal Adams seems to he before he got out for the season. I mean, he's been stepping his game up, and he's he's, yeah, the toughness he has. He's been in the Pro Bowl every year. I mean, they call it the one of the worst trades. But yeah, because the Jets got two first round picks out of it. Well, they made out, but I mean, he's still. He's still a really good safety. Well, yeah, but... Seattle made out, but the Jets are getting like two top picks. Yeah, this year for just trading them. Yeah, and then we have freaking Chris Boswell and Justin Tucker. That's that. We know how that is. It's Justin Tucker, and then it's Chris Boswell. Those are the top two kickers in the league. Well, actually, I think Boswell's three. I think. Oh, uh, who's some second ahead of him? Who? I can't think of the name, but I know there is a second kicker that is better than him because it goes Tucker one, then somebody else, and then Boswell. I, I don't know. I think Boswell is the second best kicker in the league. I mean, Boswell is the best kicker. Second best. No, nah, no, nah, well, Justin Tucker just hit a sixty. He's he hit a sixty-six. Justin Tucker just hits everything. I don't know. Did the guy play soccer when he was younger? Who knows? All right, but I hope you guys enjoyed that type of little segment that we did. Um, it was just for fun. Um, overall, who do who do we think wins the Super Bowl? Uh. I guess I would say you because you have King Henry. Yeah, King Henry has an advantage just because the man just bulldozes anything, and he has to carry like three defenders. And then Aaron Rodgers throwing to these dudes, like. Yeah, see, my team mixed with veteran leadership and rookies. Yeah, my team. Combined. My team's got some success proven. Yeah, yours has I got definitely some would love to see that game, but it would it. never. They have been. I'd love to see that. To the playoffs. I'd love to see that game, but I feel like that would never happen because you know we use doubles. So. Yeah. But, I uh, hope you guys enjoy this type of uh, segment. Let us know. Um, I'm gonna try to put a thing up on Spotify so you can answer. You want to do more like an NBA all team? or like a MLB all team or do a um a team that me and Samuel pick for each position for football or whatever so you can let us know in the, that but that does conclude uh this little segment okay for the next segment we're going to talk or I'm going to talk about my thoughts on the MLB lockout right for me personally I think there's certain ways this could go. Like, it could go all the way till, I guess, February. But if it goes past February, there's a chance the season could be missing some games. But really, I think 
they should come together and kind of get a balance. Like, the universal DH, to me, is not a bad, bad idea to bring it to the end. Because it will give... The, it'll be instead of being a one through eight lineup, it could be a one through nine, and it'll have teams will have like be able to rotate players out and and, and have like one player play. And if one player air plays like first baseman one night, and then they have a first baseman on the bench that hasn't played. They could throw, just rotate positions and have, like, if one player played shortstop one night and another person DH'd, they could have that person dh that one night and have that person shortstop. The other thing was is the 14-team playoff. Uh, I think I actually like the fourteen-team playoff because you it'll have more teams in the playoffs than just having the usual twelve means. I think it'll get rid of the wild card game, which I don't blame the play the owners not liking because I think the wild card game's dumb because it's a one and done, and that's not really uh. I really don't like the one-and-done game because it's not fair because, like, one team could have, like, several injuries or something like that, and they can't uh, – they can't – they would have to call people up or they can't uh, – which one? I can't think of the name, but where, like, one team can't fill a position of need or something like that. But honestly, I like the 14 team because it gets more teams in. Like a team could be like 95 and 60 or something. That will at least get them in. The wild card games I don't like because it's one game and like if the team gets blown out, it's like, oh, well, that's not fun. Uh, and they should make it like a best of three series where I think they did it in 2010. 2020 where like they had like the wild card game but then they had like a best of three series where you had two teams get in and they played a best of three series and then they went in and played I can't remember if it was the division series but yeah also my thoughts on like increase how my thoughts is i think mlb should get a salary cap because there's teams that like the pirates they don't spend a lot of money but they should at least consider getting a salary cap so that it can at least show that teams can be competitive some of them that's my thoughts on the lockout I kind of like, um, I like the fourteen teams as well, just because like look at the NBA, they have ten teams from play each con- game. Yeah, they have yeah, ten teams from each play, and I mean from each conference that can play. It just makes it makes them better. Like you wouldn't see, um, like you want to see more teams, not less. Yeah, like who knows? Because 
Um, like I would, I like I would want to see the Yankees and Red Sox play each other, <laughs> or like the Rays and Yankees, or the the Indians. Hell, give me the Marlins and Mets play somebody. Just like those teams, like the teams that you don't really hear about, and it's always the same old, same old. It's like boring. Yeah. It's always like the same teams, like Dodgers, Braves, Astros, Cardinals, Yankees, Yankees. Like now, the Tampa Bay Rays have been in the playoffs. I don't know how many times. Yeah, it's just eh, it's boring. It's very boring. yeah. I just think you're like so it's just like tired of seeing the same teams in the World Series. Yeah, and I think the the salary cap cap helps helps that out too. Yeah. Just make teams like want to win. Like this is kind of boring. I like I like the NBA draft uh, style too. I like yeah, the that. draft lottery. Pretty smart. I think I think all, um. Everyone should do that. Like, NFL, everything. Like, I'm tired of seeing teams lose. It's boring. Yeah. Like, make it... Like, I'm tired of seeing the Pirates, like, not be in the playoffs. But I have a feeling once they field, like, a competitive team, I have a feeling, like, there's a chance where, like, they might not make the playoffs. Yeah. What that concludes our MLB segment. <laughs> okay, for our next segment, we're going to go a little bit back to uh, NFL. Um, we're going to be looking at um, Pogs. Is that what it was? Yeah, POC, Pasture, yes. Hawks, um, his, his rankings right now currently. So, Samuel, if you want to read off the quarterbacks. Okay, this is his player rankings for quarterbacks after week 13. At number one, he has Aaron Rodgers. At number two, he has Tom Brady. Number three, he has Kyler Murray. Number four, he has Dak Prescott. Number five, he has Matthew Stafford. Number six, he has Justin Herbert. Number seven, he has Kirk Cousins. Number eight, he has Patrick Mahomes. Number nine, he has Josh Allen. Number ten, he has Derek Carr. Um, I'm putting Kyler Murray over Tom Brady currently. Um, the top two I'm not touching, but three well, – well, actually – the top three I'm not touching, but four, five, six, seven, eight, nine I could move. I, I think because I would move, uh, I would move Patrick Mahomes ahead of Kirk Cousins. I'm not doing that. He's been good all all season long. Kirk Cousins? Yes, he's been good all season long, and you and you are just the stereotypical fan. You don't know. You won't know until Thursday what he can really do. This guy has been balling out. I mean, it doesn't have it. Personal stats and and wins are team stats. So the defense are the reason they lost to the Lions. But he has been balling all season long. 
Patrick Mahomes, he is one of the leaders in interceptions. I mean, I guess I could see what, but I mean, in, in Josh Allen, I don't know. This list to me, I guess, there's, I guess I would keep Kirk Cousins. I, I guess I would put Kirk Cousins at 10, but keep the rest. I'm I keeping, would replace Derek Carr with Kirk Cousins. No, I'm keeping, have, I'm keeping Kirk. I, I would keep Kirk Cousins at 10, but move Allen Mahomes up the No, see you're not listening. That that's the reason. Like Kirk's been balling all season long. Patrick Mahomes is just now balling. Like that is pretty accurate to me. Yeah, but where would you put Joe Burrow though? Joe Burrow ain't on that list. Yeah, but if you had to choose take Q- two take one QB off and move the other two up. I'm uh, not. I'm not taking where, a quarterback. Would you off. put Joe Burrow on there? I'm not taking a quarterback off. I think Herbert was his comparison, and Herbert won out. So he's See, I would he's eleven. Put Joe Burrow. Yeah, but on Derek him. Carr has also been balling all season. He's been playing really well. You can't take out like someone that's been playing like that. Okay. That's I think just me. I would take. I would take. I would move Kirk Cousins to ten. Move Josh Allen and and uh, Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes up. Make Patrick Mahomes seven, Josh Allen eight, and then put Joe Burrow at nine. I'm keep... saying Aaron Rodgers is the best. Kyler Murray is the second. Then you have Tom Brady, and the rest are all the same. I think that that is perfect. See, to me, I would keep. Kyler Murray at three. Keep Dak Prescott. Keep Matt Stafford. Keep Justin Herbert. Uh, move Patrick Mahomes up to seven. Move Josh Allen to nine. Or move Josh Allen to eight. Put Joe Burrow at nine and put Kirk Cousins at ten. Nah, I can't do that. All right, running backs. Uh, he has Jonathan Taylor at one. Agreed. Joe Mixon at two. Nick Chubb at three. Ugh. Derek Henry at four. Austin Eckler at five. Antonio Gibson at six. Dalvin Cook at seven. Elijah Mitchell at eight. Cordell Patterson at nine. And Leonard Fournette at ten. The only player I would take out and keep. The only player I would take out is Antonio Gibson. I would put Najee Harris in there. All right. So what I'm doing is Jonathan Taylor's number one. Joe Mixon's yeah, he's two. Staying up there. Joe Mixon's two. Austin Eckler is three. Not Nick Chubb. Austin Eckler's three. Okay. Then four would be Henry. Then five would okay. be Chubb. And then sixth, I could see um, Leonard Fournette. Okay. And then seven can be Cordell. Eight would be Elijah. Nine, who am I, who am I missing before Naj? Uh, nine, uh, Leonard Fournette. Uh, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. Uh, I'll put Dalvin at nine and Naj at ten. Uh, I mean, I guess I could do that. I mean, Austin Eckler clearly should be at three. 
three. Austin Eckler's been balling. He's been so underrated. Like that guy's a he's balling. So is Leonard Fournette's too low on that list too. Like he's been playing really yeah, well. Yeah, Leonard too. Fournette's a ten. That is ridiculous. And I don't know why Antonio Gibson has two good games and he's all of a sudden he's, yeah, he's better than six. he's better than Leonard Fournette. I don't want to hear that. Well, I don't know how he's better than Dalvin Cook either. Yeah, no. I could see him being top 15. I thought Cordell Patterson was a wide receiver, right? He's all over the place. That's why he's lower on my list, just because he's just all over the place. All right, let's uh, look at wide receivers. Okay, he has Cooper Cup at one. Agreed. Justin Jefferson at two. Agreed. Devontae Adams at three. Agreed. Debo Samuel at four. Agreed. Deontay Johnson at five. Definitely agree. Kanye Enan Allen at six. CeeDee Lamb at seven. Terry Kill at Terry Kill at eight. Stefan Diggs at nine. And then he just added Chris Godwin. I uh, I think I just switch um who's at six and seven? C.D. Lamb and Keenan Allen. I'd switch C.D. Lamb with Keenan Allen. You know what? I would switch Debo Samuel with Deontay Johnson. No, Debo's been balling. I mean, he's been injured, but he has been a baller. That guy's nuts. I he he's he's in top. He's up there. Justin Jefferson's been insane this year too. I'd say the only person missing from this list who I'd uh, knock out Chris Godwin with is uh, Adam Thielen. Yeah, I know. I'm so. I don't know why he's not on the list. I'd say Adam Thielen's at ten, and Chris Godwin's a. He's top fifteen. Well, yeah, but then where does that rank Deontay Johnson? Deontay Johnson's still at five. Uh, hell no! I'm putting him at four. I'm the Deontay Johnson fan, and this guy just put him at four. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Debo's been balling. You're not going to put him higher than who you Debo's think. been balling. I can't deny that Debo Samuel has been playing really well this season. Yeah, I know he's good too. I know he's been balling this year. All right. All right. Let's okay, do tight ends. Next is the tight ends. I disagree with everything. He has Travis Kelsey at one, <clears throat> George Kittle at two, <clears throat> Mark Andrews at three. Darren Waller at four, Rob Gronkowski at five, TJ Hawkinson at six, Dalton Schultz at seven, Mike Gusecki at eight, Hunter Henry at nine, and Dallas Goddard at ten. The only person I would add is Pat Fryermuth. Uh I'm taking and out here. I'm taking out Goddard and replacing him with Pat Fryermuth. And I'm switching George Kittle has been the best tight end, and then I'd have Darren Waller, and then I'd have Travis Kelsey, and then TJ Hawkinson, and then I would put Mark Andrews. Yeah, I agree with you. Because okay, I mean, to be to be fair, all of the um, all the tight ends have been inconsistent. There has been a consistent tight end this season. Yeah, no tight ends have been done, but. George Kittle, he's 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 a baller. He doesn't show up on the stat sheet, but he's one of the best blocking receiving tight ends well, there is. Well, do you know what school he went to? College or high school? College. 
Didn't he go to Iowa? Yeah, he actually is. I think because right now I think there's only three tight ends in the NFL that are Iowa tight ends, and it's T.J. Hawkinson, George Kittle, and Noah Fant. Those are three really good wide receivers. Those I mean, are tight three ends. tight ends that tight went ends. to Iowa. I'd say I'd say uh, Noah Fant's definitely top fifteen. Him and Goddard can be top fifteen. Well, Dallas Goddard went to a small school, I think. Yeah, George Kittle went to Iowa. I love George Kittle. He's such a good dude. Oh, no. Yeah, you have a jersey of him. Yes, I do. Okay, well, does that conclude the... Yeah, that'll, uh, that'll conclude. They have the offensive line, if you just want to read that. Not really. Well, I guess then this will conclude it then. Okay, for the second to last segment of the uh, podcast, we're going to do my little segment where I like to run over some of the games to watch out for uh, for the week. Um, so far, so good on uh, last week. I didn't think I don't think there was a lot of games that disappointed. Um, I know the Cavs finally beat the Wizards, um, but then they went on a little two-game skid. But hopefully they bounce back tonight. I think they play Chicago. Um um, but for to Thursday, since this is Wednesday, for Thursday's game, uh, I just picked one just to keep it a little more short. Um, Lakers at Grizzlies. Um, John Morant, Jared Jackson, Grizzlies in general, they've been balling. Um, you talk about the, uh, the what, 78-point blowout that happened to OKC to them. They've been balling. These guys are the real deal. Um, I think that they get better and better every um, game. And I think this is their chance to uh, show up the, the Lakers. So I'm going to take the Grizzlies in this one. For Friday, I have uh, the Celtics at Suns matchup. I think this is a really interesting matchup. Um, I think hopefully Devin Booker is coming back soon. I don't know his status um, as of now. But I still have the Suns beating the Celtics. Celtics, like I said, they're 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 hard to they're hard to grasp right now. Um, but they, they've been doing pretty good, um, this year, so I can't hate on it too much, but I got the Suns in this one, um, for Saturday's matchup to watch out. We got Heat and Bulls. I mean, yeah, Bulls at the Heat though. I have the Bulls winning this one. They're still very good team right now. Um, they still, you know, they got a lot to prove. Um, like I said, still young in the season, but we're learning more and more about NBA teams as we go on. And I think this is one of those this is one of those good matchups we might see in the postseason. Um, but that's definitely a good one. For Sunday, we have the Bucks at Knicks. Um, Bucks have finally got healthy and they look like they're trying to get back onto their foot. And the Knicks are trying to stay where they were last game uh, last year, but I got the Bucks winning this matchup. I think, you know, there's still a little bit of drama with Kemba Walker. I don't know what has happening, what's going on with him, but Whenever they figure that out, I feel like they're they will come together better. Um, I just think that that's being a little headache right now. All right, and then for Monday night, um, we have the Suns at Clippers. Uh, I think this is a really good uh, Western Conference Final matchup. Still no Kawhi Leonard. Obviously, he's out for the probably the season. I have the Clippers getting this upset though. The Suns have been really hot at the start of the season. 
But I got, I have the Clippers uh, winning this matchup. And for Tuesday, we have Warriors at Knicks. Um, I'm going to take the Warriors in this one, but it's still a good game to see if the Knicks can pull it out. Um, they're kind of like my favorite in this little, like they're my favorite team to pick against this week, I guess. But we'll see how it goes. But I got the Warriors in that one. Stephen Curry's been playing absolutely amazing this season. So hopefully he can keep it up and um, bring the Warriors to victory. And then for our last game, which would be Wednesday, is the Lakers at Mavericks. Um, this is, uh, and again, this is another interesting matchup to watch. Just because, you know, you have Luka Doncic, young star. They're getting him back from his injury. They're getting Chris Stapp's Porzingis back. And they'll be able to play against, you know, the top team and the that's everyone's top team. Blah, blah, blah. But they haven't been they haven't been as good this year yet. Um, but they're still they they have the talent. They have LeBron LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Russell Westbrook and uh Carmelo Anthony. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Mavericks though. I think this is gonna be the upset. Um, but those are the those are the games you should look out for. Um but uh, yeah, that'll conclude uh, this this segment. Okay, for our last seg- final segment, we're gonna do we're gonna run through the, the NBA 75th anniversary team and agree or disagree. Do we think these players should be on that? We'll start out with player number one. On Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I say yes, yes. He deserves to be on it. Yes, for me. Our second player is Ray Allen. Yes. Yes, for me. Our third player is Giannis Antetokounmpo. I say too early. Too early for me, and I'm replacing him with Vince Carter. I'm replacing him with... Clay Thompson. I just think Vince Carter, he's 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 retired now. He's had a really good career. Giannis is having a good seat like he's having a good career so far. I just think he has to have a little more. Yeah, same with me. I just think he just needs to I just think it's too early to put him on anything. Yeah. I mean he still has what he's twenty seven years old. Still has a lot of basketball left in him. Okay, the next player is Carmelo Anthony. Yes, yes. he deserves to be on. Mellow. The next player is Nate Tiny Archibald. I say yeah. Yeah, it's a yeah for me. Uh, next player is Paul Zarian. I guess a yes for me. Yeah. Next is Charles Sir Barkley. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Next is Rick Barry. Yes. Yeah. Next, Dave Bing. Yeah. Yeah. Larry Bird. Yes. Yes, sir. Kobe Bryant. Yes. Of course. Wilt Chamberlain. Yes. Yep. Bob Cousy, yes. Yeah. Dave Cowens, yes. Yes. Billy Cunningham, yes. Yeah. Steph Curry, yes. Oh, yes. Anthony Davis. I'm replacing him with Tracy McGrady. I'm replacing Anthony Davis with Dwight Howard. 
you, Tracy McGrady was one of the best. He was the best in the business. Either him or uh, AI made this list, right? Yeah. All right, then never mind. Yeah, Tracy McGrady. I'm replacing Dwight with Dwight Howard. Uh, Dave DeBusher, yes. Clyde Drexler, yes. Yes for both. Tim Duncan. Yeah. Yes. Kevin Durant. Yes. Yes. Julius Irving. Yes. Patrick Ewing. Yes. Walt Frazier. Yes. Yes. Kevin Garnett. Yeah. George Gerving. Yeah. Hal Greer. Yeah. James Harden. I'm replacing James Harden with uh Clay Thompson. Just cause Clay he has he has rings. He's been a baller, he's been a sniper. Um Harden's been good with like the Rockets leading him, but he was never able to get him anywhere. So I'm yeah. replacing James Harden with Tracy McGrady. So we both agreed for Clay Thompson and Tracy McGrady. Yeah. Uh, John Havlicek's a yes for me. Yes. Elvin Hayes is a yes for me. Yeah. Allen Iverson's a yes for me. Mine, 100% yes. LeBron James is a yes. Unfortunately, yes. Magic Johnson's a yes. Yep. Sam Jones is a yes. Yeah. Michael Jordan's a yes. 100%. Jason Kidd's a yes. Yep. Kawhi Leonard's a yes. Yep, he's just a baller. Look at that. Look at those Damian guys. Damian Lillard's a yes. Yeah. Jerry Lucas is a yes. Yeah. Carl Malone's a yes. Yeah. Moses Malone's a yes. Yeah. Pete Maravich is a yes for me. Pistol Pete. Yes, sir. Bob McAdoo's a yes. Yeah, same for me. Kevin McHale's a yes. Yeah. George Mikadin's a yes. Yeah. Uh, Reggie Miller's a yes. 100%. Earl Monroe's a yes. Yeah. Steve Nash is a yes. 100%. Wilt Chamberlain, er, Dirk Nowitzki's a yes. Yes. For both of those. Shaquille O'Neal's a yes. 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 Shaq. Uh, Hakeem Olajuwon's a yes. Yep. Robert Parrish is a yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Chris Paul's a yes. Yep, point God. Gary Payton's a yes. Yep. Bob Pettit's a yes. Yep. Paul Pierce is a yes. Yep. Scotty Pippen's a yes. Yep. Willis Reed's a yes. Yep. Oscar Robertson's a yes. Yeah. David Robinson's a yes. Yeah. Dennis Rodman's a yes. Yeah. Bill Russell's a yes. Oh, 100%. He won 11 NBA Dolph, championships. Dolph Shafes is a yes. Yeah. Bill Sharman's a yes. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas is a yes. Yeah. Bob or Nate Thurman's a yes. Yeah. Wes Unsell's a yes. Yeah. D. Dwayne Wade's a yes. 100%. Bill Walton's a yes. Yep. Jerry West is a yes. 
Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook. I'm replacing him with Rajon Rondo. See, I'm replacing Russell Westbrook with Robert Horry. I mean, the guy has seven titles. Uh, I don't know. I think Rondo's better than Westbrook, in my opinion. I have Robert Horry being in the, added to the list to replace Rondo. Or, to replace Westbrook, actually. And then the last three players on the same 15 are Lenny Wilkins. Yes. yes Dominique, yes. yes. And James Worthy, yes. Yes. So um, with that, that'll be the end of episode three. Um, make sure before you, uh, before you guys end out, make sure you guys go to our Instagram and follow. Um, it is, it's basically sans.sports, but it's SNS sports. Uh, all lowercase. Make sure to go give us a follow on Instagram. Um, and like I said, uh, comment down below if you uh, want us to do more of those uh, more fun segments uh, like we did today with the uh, NFL. All right. Uh, Sal signing off. Samuel signing off. I'm signing off. <laughs> See you guys. Night. Thank you.